<laughs> hey guys, welcome to Sky Squids. My name is Ambrose Ayala. It's your boy Black Zeus, no AKAs today. But we got a special guest in the studio today, and she's going to introduce herself. I'm Tamitha Atchison. And she is bringing us seductive, or let me say that again, seductive whispers. Yes. <laughs> today we're going to be talking about sex. So if this is not an episode for you, then please feel free to skip it. We don't want to offend anybody because we are going to be talking about some pretty sexual things on here. Girl, that's how we all got here. Right. You can't be too offended. Right. It, it had to happen for you to be here. That's a very true statement. So uh, don't get too don't get too bougie on us. <laughs> but we are going to start with our game that we always start with. It's okay. Like our little icebreaker okay. and get to talk, get everybody talking. So let me mix these up real quick one more time. These are our last cards. We've been through almost the whole deck. Which is wild because like well I guess it does go a little bit faster whenever we're doing like guests. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah. So I drew last time. Okay. I'm going first? Yeah. Okay. He's gonna decide who who answers the question on this card. Okay. Oh well, yeah, this is going to to Miss Seductive Whispers. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so this is actually a really good one for our pot for this episode, though. Like it's like perfectly really? in okay, line good, good, with. Good, good, it could good. be, it could be, Uh-oh. it could be, but it's it's on that level. <laughs> Let's All get ready. Right. Uh, have you ever felt differently about a person after you had a dreamt about them? Oh. Yes, I have. Um, we all have sexual dreams, right? Mm-hmm. Or dreams, yeah. you know, all kinds of dreams. Like, you know, we don't want to share with, you know, anybody. But yes, I have had dreams about people who I really had no contact with, but just visual. Mm-hmm. They showed up in my dream. So, and people who I have had mm-hmm. some thoughts oh. about and had those dreams I wouldn't want to tell anybody. Oh, those know? are the good dreams. Yeah. You yeah. wake yeah. up and you're like, your face is glowing. <laughs> right. and wake, wake up in the morning in a real good mood for no reason. For no oh reason. my God. Or can we go back to sleep real right. fast and see? Or you, you try to go back to sleep. Yeah. Why not wake up at the good part? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, yes, I have. Um, I don't want to share any names, but yeah, I have some dreams I probably sh- about someone I probably shouldn't have. Mm. Oh, okay. Oh. I mean, that's fair. That's fair. It's fair game in dream world. I mean, it's not like we can control it. Right. They say that in your dreams, though, if you can remember it when you wake up, that it was a real event in some way. Oh, so really? In a parallel universe, yeah. I agree Ooh. with that because here's the thing. If we could talk about, you know, I know we're going to, you know, touch on a lot of different things, but I'm a very spiritual person. And so when I go to sleep, my mind should be clear mm-hmm. or, you know, not have all kind of think, thoughts on it. If I do, then the thing to do would be to meditate, to let go of whatever right. The day. So, right right i heard that meditating yeah. 10 minutes while you're laying in bed meditate for 10 minutes and, and it'll then, help you right and then i meditate the first thing first thing i do when i get up mm. um is i meditate i go into a meditation so it brings back when you go into a meditation right in the morning it's bringing back your dreams you may have wake up in the morning Uh-oh. and not realize what you dreamed about mm-hmm. but go into meditation right after you wake up those you'll start recalling start those recalling dreams them. yeah mm-hmm. yeah oh and they and it's very vivid so yeah, I yeah. see that. I see. Yeah. You know, scientifically, I have one of them dreams. And I'm going, let me go into meditation. <laughs> I look, 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 absolutely not. But what? Oh, from a scientific perspective, 
when you are getting ready to go to sleep and right when you wake up, your brain goes into a what they call a hypnotic state. So like it goes into theta waves. So like your brain can your brain can function off of I believe it's alpha, theta or beta. Theta is like the subconscious. It's like the state. If you can control it, you can like teach yourself something by just seeing it. You can hear something being like somebody could like walk you through a process. And like if you could be in theta, like while they're telling you, like you'll retain information. But they say scientifically right when you wake up and right before you go to sleep, your brain puts itself into theta state. So if you're doing something like meditation or if you're trying to like get connected to like your spirituality or if you're trying to just have a deeper understanding of your own thoughts or whatever it is or whatever case may be, they're saying like that's like the perfect time to like train your brain or to like tap into parts of your brain that mm, you like can't normally doing do during the day. Absolutely. And um and but absolutely. I think that, that's, I think that I, meditation like absolutely plays right I think Right into those together. I wouldn't have said it in the scientific way, even though I'm aware of that, but you had it like spot on because that's really what it's about is tapping into those different waves so that when you go into your day or whatever your practice is, you are that much more connected, aware, and know how that's going to affect your world. And you should operate from that because then the the word manifestation comes mm-hmm. into play. Mm-hmm. What are you trying to mani- you know manifest? Yeah. For me, it's just constantly self awareness, connection with my higher source, and for me that I call my higher source either source mm-hmm. energy, yeah. the universe, and God. I know a lot of people don't like to mix those up, mm-hmm. but it's all about you know what works for you. Yeah. I mean, I'm not trying to offend anybody, but I would ask them you know when I use that, and that does come up sometimes yeah. where people say, "Why you got to take God out of it if I say the universe all the time?" Because right, I right. tend to do that. But wouldn't that be offensive to me if you tell me how I should relate to my girl? Source? Don't even get me started on that. Isn't we that don't offensive? have enough time right. on this podcast <laughs> to talk about that. All I'm gonna say is. I feel like Christians are some of the most judgmental, not even judgmental, but they're so unaware of their own. Christians are so unaware of how their belief is negatively pressing out on other people. Right. It's like in their mind, it's don't do or say anything to take away my belief, but they feel 100 percent comfortable doing everything that they can to take away someone else's belief. Absolutely. And for me, it's just you're a hypocrite. It makes it's very like, look, if you don't want your belief being destroyed or downgraded or taken away from you in any way, shape or form. Then you should practice what you preach to someone else. But but they are so unaware. And that's exactly what I was going to say. They are so unaware of their own behavior, their own thought process, and how they project on other people. Yeah. But no, this is the right way to do it. It's like, no, that's your your right way. Yeah. But it says in the Bible, but that's your belief. Absolutely. And no one's taking that from you, but don't think that. What someone else has is any less invalidated if it's working to a more positive benefit for them. Absolutely. But I think Christians, yeah. a lot of times, they just, they because don't they have believe, that connection. Right. They believe is so, that there is one way for every single thing, which is crazy because right. we're all, well, we are all individuals. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure God, mm-hmm. however you, God, let's do that for we'll the Christians God, right for now. For yeah, yeah. Sake of conversation. Right. 
don't didn't create me to be like you, Ambrose, to mm-hmm. be like you, Marlon, to mm-hmm. be like any other person. So if that's the case, then your my belief and your belief are not going to match up 100 percent. It just there is no way. way it just can't do that. So. I'm not going to impose my belief on you. I would tell you what I believe, but if you choose not to, that has nothing to do with me. Right. right. No, I just don't tell anyone my beliefs because I do. That's and where and it the goes. reason is I don't try to be, I will if it comes up, mm-hmm. but I don't try to impose my or force my view on anybody. There's a time and a place and you got to know your source and who mm. you're talking Who's to at any given, exactly at yeah. any given time. So there are some things that, yeah, not everybody needs to know everything, everything about you, but if it comes up, I do push back because you can't just like you were saying, Marlon, you can't put that on me and then not expect me to have some feeling rebuttal or, on, tell yeah. you, or feel some type of way about what you're trying to project on me. You, right. you just can't do that. No, you can, but I won't allow you to. Right. So, and I'm not trying to be combative. No. But I'm but I'm staying strong and firm in who I am, just right. as I would want you to be for you. Mm-hmm. But, but it's I'm, your boundary. It's not. Yes. It doesn't have to be your. Yes. It, it's like this is my boundary. Like yes. I, I I see where you're coming from, right. and I'm not trying to take that away from you. But that doesn't fit for me. Correct. But and, I, I guess for me, I believe in like uh, I think it's called omniism. So I look at like God in a sense of I feel like God will manifest itself in whatever way it needs to to accomplish a certain goal that is well beyond our comprehension. Mm -hmm. So for me, I can't say that like what the Hindus believe isn't, isn't part of the source or God, because maybe that's what God, maybe that's how God had to manifest to that culture in that region during that time to get them to do whatever it is that they needed to do the same way that maybe God manifested himself, you know, differently to this culture. So for me, it's just like, if there is truly, my thing is if there is truly just one God, then all forms of like worship to a certain extent obviously there's some lies out there stuff but all forms of worship to an extent had to come from the source it doesn't and that source is gonna have to like in some way shape or form adapt or mold or change depending on who it's dealing with absolutely you know that's I mean? it right and like there that and that to me is dealing with right you're so, an individual individual is dealing with you in a different right. way than is dealing with me or any one group that want to say that they are a part of a particular religion right then you're going to see the source in that way that relates to, to that them correct. my religion is telling me that it's bad that we're talking about god and we're about to have a <laughs> sex talk after oh my god oh, Girl, yeah. go look at some of the oh go god. look at some of the uh scriptures in the bible God was not afraid to talk about sex. Really us back in because yeah, we were taking it there, wasn't we? I thought we was going to church, guys. My bad. My bad. Going to church or the sex shop? I mean, both. But but okay. So let me say this. But that's freedom, though, right? Right, And sex is a part of freedom. I think you got to understand yourself. You should not got to, but you should understand yourself um, individually Mm -hmm. as it relates to your source. So. When you're having sex, I mean, do you kind of, is it an animalistic thing or are you trying to connect with this person Mm -hmm. in a soulful way, Mm -hmm. Um, in a spiritual spiritual uh, way? Yeah, right. Or if you're out there solo in it, right, whatever your belief in, does it tie into that in some way Mm -hmm. in how you receive pleasure Mm -hmm. or how you give pleasure? Mm -hmm. Right. It's all Um, part of it. it, I think it is, because Mm if I'm if I'm really aware of who I am. I am, then I think I can give more to my partner. 
because I'm aware of me. 100%. And I'm not just in this because it's an act and I'm just, you know, doing something because this is what sex is supposed to be. But if I'm in touch with me and I'm very aware of who I am, then that's great for my partner, mm-hmm. I believe. I think it makes the experience a lot better just because it's like that. I feel like there's that level of comfortable. There's that level of um, at ease that I feel like a lot of people never get to or a lot of people have a hard time getting to because they're not comfortable. One, they're not comfortable with themselves. And then if that gets projected, you know, during that time frame, then the other person can see that you're uncomfortable. So now it's not about enjoying the moment. Mm -hmm. It's about, well, how do I get you to to the point of enjoying the moment? Then it's like, well, am I enjoying it? Or is it, they're enjoying it. So now you just, now y'all are really, you're not in the moment no more. It's it's, right. Yeah. So I feel like, but, and I feel like that's, I feel like it's, that's a big part of that connection. Cause I, I mean, I feel like when two people, and I feel like when two people really truly have that type of bond or chemistry, like that moment becomes so much more than just the physical aspect Absolutely. of it. And then I, and I do feel like there is some godliness or some spiritualness. There's some there's something higher than us that that gets that to that right. point. And especially if both partners are aware of their their source, their yeah. you know higher power, or if they're in that same um, mental space, right? They're right? bringing that same energy. Into same it. energy. It, there it, you go. It, yeah. Yeah, you know the difference. Yeah, like you, you know you the just, difference. You, you know the difference. Absolutely. But, my bad. So we going we gonna we gonna get right. to the next card. I was like, <laughs> who's pulling the card next <laughs> before we keep talking about my sex? Bad, my okay, bad. so I'm pulling the card. So you're pulling the card, okay. and you decide who's gonna answer it. Okay. Ooh. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's interesting, okay. and actually, I really want to know from um, both of you, but I'll, I'm I'm gonna send this one to Ambrose. Okay. When was the last time someone saw you cry? <gasps> oh, this thing's supposed to be no sad episode. I know, I know right? Ooh. I don't really cry in front of people. Something in me, uh, even if the emotion, the emotion really has to build before I can just shed a tear in front of anybody. Like if I cry, it, it's really bad. But the last time would have to be. Oh, I know. I was talking to my aunt. Um, she came over to visit and I haven't seen her in a long time and, you know, going down memory lane and, and talking about, you know, my uncle passing and, and how I didn't get to see him before he passed and stuff like that, that really hurt me just because I wasn't around and I didn't get to, I didn't make myself go over there, you know, and I regret it. So I always tell everyone, go see those people that you love because they're not going to be here forever. But that's the last time. So it was probably like three weeks ago. Sorry that your uncle passed. Mm-hmm. Thank uh, you. Sorry about that. Can that's I ask that saying. question of Marlon too? Because oh, I kind of want to see. Uh, yep. Yes. 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 Mm-hmm. You. Because, Mister, I got it. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. I want to. Yeah. Know. I mean, we are building up for men's mental health next time. So. <laughs> oh, we really are though. We really are. Yeah. Though. I never. I never. I wasn't a big crier growing up, but like, I, like, like, just because, like, I just, I mean. I ne- like like my dad. I've never seen my dad cry, ever. Like even when my grandfather passed, I didn't. My dad didn't cry, or at least I didn't see him cry. He might have went and cried, whatever. I've never seen him cry. So like for me, growing up, like crying was not like it wasn't an emotion that you showed. But I would say the last time I cried in front of somebody, oh yeah. Okay, last time I cried in front of somebody was Eric. We were having a really bad argument, and it was just like, 
put everything out on the table. So it was like really emotional just because it was like a lot of issues that were like kind of, I wouldn't say issues, but a lot of things that were kind of like under the table for both of us that came from like, I wouldn't say necessarily trauma, but like kind of really like looking at our past and looking at like our parents and how they dealt with things and how people in our family dealt with things and how like it kind of left kind of a, it left us thinking that we had to deal with certain things a certain way. And even though we knew that that wasn't healthy, we were still doing it because it was just like, this is all we've ever known how to do it, right? So just having a conversation to really break down some of the scars that we have from our past and realizing like we have to do better than our previous generation because we know like that didn't work for them. So why are we just, you know, unconsciously, damn, we're doing the same thing that they're doing. They did, continuing the cycle. So it was just one of those things where it was just like kind of having a realization that like, you know, that was something that actually really did kind of cause some trauma to me as a kid that I'm still holding on to as an adult that like now I need to address that. I need to accept it, that that did do something to me and I need to like fix it. I need to change it. I need to do better going forward. So it was just kind of like all those emotions kind of unpacking mm-hmm. all at once, you know, in the up. midst of an <laughs> argument, you know what I mean? And it's just like, and then you, it you break down. Right? Yeah. You yeah. just, you can't, it's just like, dang, like, all but these years touch, holding it. Yeah, if I could touch on real quick, Ambrose, and I know we'll get back to sex, but that uh, situation for me to not let things build up like that, mm-hmm. that's where meditation comes into play yeah, yeah. for me. And being having this self-awareness, mm-hmm. um, my whole spiritual practice is mostly about being aware of who I am right, right, right. and how I got to this place. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times that is touching on what happened um, in my childhood. Yeah. And I've had working with a spiritual mentor before just untap some of those things that I had, like with my dad issues. My dad was always there, but we had this. I created a weird relationship with us. Yeah. And so but the thing about meditation is to help you become aware of some of those unresolved things you don't even know why you do some things you don't even know why some things kind of hit you or trigger you but a lot of times in meditation or having a spiritual practice can help you be more aware of why did that why did that trigger me Mm -hmm. and then you got to deal with whatever that is the reason why you trigger because you don't want to become aware and then not do not anything, do about, anything it. about it. Yeah. And I mean, that's the whole point the of whole, yeah. figuring out your triggers is to stay away from them or to, if it comes up, how am I going to deal with it? Right. Am I going to mm-hmm. deal with it in this terrible way and lash out? Or am I going to be a better person and just Absolutely. Like, you know, deal with it later? Or Absolutely. Put it into break it. those cycles. Yeah. Yes, sir. Absolutely. Yeah. Which, and it's not that I don't, it's not that I'm like hiding my feelings from anybody. It's something like internal to me that doesn't want to cry in front of anyone. I don't know why. I don't know why. It's, but I will say that as I've gotten older, I cry a lot. Nobody <laughs> sees it, but I cry. I'm like, I Ain't cry all with it. the time. I don't think so either because, honestly, that's part of cleansing, too. I mean, Not I, just but, through sad moments, but, yeah. you know, happy moments or, yeah. like, watching TV. It'll make me cry. I'm like... But Why that's just crying? emotions, you know, <laughs> that's all it is. And we are tapping into those because you want to tap into those mm-hmm. in during sex because have you ever cried during sex? No. No. Ooh. Most women will tell you that they have. Really? Mm-hmm. I saw uh, uh, Angela Bassett <laughs> crying uh, uh, how Stella got her groove right, back. Right, right. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> tear come down her eye when she's like, oh. That little tear comes down. Yeah, a lot of women would probably tell you that they have cried during sex. And 
maybe men are not aware of this. Women do tend to, I don't know, I could be wrong, tend to tap into their emotions. I would want to say more than men do Yeah. Um, during sex. And if a woman is feeling a particular way about a guy, like she's really into him, maybe yeah. he hasn't gotten there yet, but she's there in terms of wanting more and wanting it to be that deeper connection mm-hmm. and, and feeling like it's love and she got this bond but, or this yeah. connection with the guy. She will cry if it's good. If he's making her feel like he's into her in that moment, it's yeah. not just a sexual act. Women tend to cry if they feel like there's love, their connection there with the guy. Yeah. And then he, in that moment, is making her feel like it's not just a sexual act. Mm-hmm. We are connected together. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Huh. I mean, I had this girl in high school tell me that her boyfriend cried when they had sex and she thought it was weird. <laughs> And she was like, he's, he's after we were done, he sat at the end of the bed and started crying. And I'm like, that's so weird. You know, I know that. But I guess he was into her more than she was into him. To be honest with you, when I asked you guys that question, I kind of wanted to hear you say, yeah, but now that you say it that way, Ambrose, yeah. I'm like, no, I don't want a guy to cry. Because right. she was like, no, 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 no. no. Uh, oh, that would be no. uh, like, was, was it bad? Right. <laughs> I'm like, is it bad? Right. Or honestly, if you a guy crying now that I think about it and having you explain that to me, like I don't want you, you to be just, that kind of right. yeah, you just nah, vulnerability. Nah, 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 like, nah, nah, yeah, just like women, yeah. you, you're a man in this. What you crying for? Right. Like women, we say we want a man to be vulnerable, but no, sex yeah, may not no. be the time. Not, not that time. Be, not yeah, that, not that, let's keep that like, one off. Uh, yeah, yeah, Can yeah. you go cry in the shower? Right. 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 <laughs> Please. What's up, baby? I know it was good. Just go on in the shower. Oh, yeah. And the next time I want to see some vulnerability, just don't do it during sex. Right. Yeah, that's just don't like, do it. Mm, yeah. right. Mm. right. Find another time to cry. Right. right. Time. <laughs> <laughs> that okay. Was, so since oh, you asked God. that question for both of those are our questions for the so because I really want to move on and get to the uh, the good stuff. The good stuff. So we are going to be talking about seductive whispers today and. Um, a little bit about what the business is. It is a sex toy website. Yes. And you can find a lot of things on there. But one of the things that I was wondering if it's on It's here, a sexual liberation okay. website. <laughs> it is. And, you know, a lot of people are scared to talk about sex. So let's talk about that. Yeah. But before we even get into that, I want to know... You know, introduce yourself to okay. everybody. We know you're spiritual. Right. We know but that. I'm also sexual. So let me just get that yeah, right yeah, on right. out there, right? So the, the, I could Everybody be... is sexual. It's just what level of degree do you want to admit to people okay. that you're right. sexual, right? Because right. some people are prude. I've been called a prude. Okay. But... I'm I I'm only prude in certain moments. Like if people are trash talking yeah. sex, I'm like I'm not in that. Yeah. I don't I want y'all to know positions and stuff with me. No. Well, I don't necessarily need to get into all that. So let me back up a little bit. So mm-hmm. Tamsa, I am sexual, spiritual. I always like to say that I'm not one dimensional. I'm at least three or four dimensional. What's now, your sign? I'm a Libra. Oh, you're my uh, you're you're a, a good friend for me. Yeah. That's what it says. It says we connect on a... Okay. And what's oh, your sign? I, oh. 
Well, I don't want to tell you my son. Everybody gets scared. I know of what it is. But I know what it is. Is but he a Leo? No, I'm a Gemini. A Gemini. Oh, okay. I'm a Gemini slash Taurus because I'm okay. right at the change. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. No, he mm. Right. I was just gonna say. Well, let me. No, I'm sorry, but <laughs> you know I love you. Gemini's get a bad rep. They, they do, really do. They do. I'm here to change that, guys. Okay. I am not Kanye West. Mm, oh, is he a Gemini? Yeah, Kanye West a Gemini. Oh. Chris Brown's a Gemini, I think. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, no, I think Chris Brown's a Scorpio. Let me tell you something. They said the most successful people in the world are Gemini's. Really? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If you know how to hone that, okay, yeah. skill yeah. and power. Okay, got it. I think Kanye, Kanye knows how to hone it. I think he sometimes get a little bit beside himself, but I definitely think he knows how to, you know, mm-hmm. who he it's is. It's for a purpose oh, that yeah. he's doing absolutely. that stuff. So. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. Um, so back to seductivewhispers.com. Um, so. Me being sexual, spiritual, I love all aspects of me. Mm-hmm. Now, it took a long time to get to that place. A lot of soul searching, a lot of um, aware, self-awareness, becoming self-aware. But before I even got to the spiritual place, I was definitely sexual. Like I led with that. Like I was not that I was out there, but I just felt like I just led in relationships mm-hmm. with men, like my sexuality mm-hmm. was right up front, like who I was like, so that never went anywhere. Once I became spiritual, it just, I had to figure out how to operate from both mm-hmm. knowing when the right time was to be spiritual. Now I lead with my spirituality. Now um, my sexuality is, I won't say is way in the back right now, mm-hmm. um, but it's kind of, a few levels behind my spirituality because my spirituality just came at a time right now where I love it. Mm-hmm. it. It really is who I am in the forefront. And so, but the sexuality is, is there and it's always been there. And I had a, a moment where trying to figure out how do I operate with yeah, both yeah, yeah. of these things because they yeah. both were as strong as you know each other so I'm like how do I do that and for a long time I had put the sexual side of me way in the back I literally told you go told it to go sit down and you don't get <laughs> yeah, up yeah, 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 yeah. Cause you could get me in trouble here yeah, like, right. you ain't you know, coming out the closet right, exactly. <laughs> like, I'm sorry. Like, I literally feel like I had that conversation with <clears throat> that side of me and saying go sit down do not bring your butt up to the front until right. I say so mm-hmm. and so then the spiritual side took over so once I started just to feel more comfortable with I can operate in, in multifacets of myself mm. that I realize no the sexuality is also a very strong important piece of who I am and I shouldn't deny that mm-hmm. um, so then I just started to play with that thought a little bit yeah. more of sexuality you know what is that about I feel like I'm sexual I'm sophisticated and I love things that are sophisticated right. you know just kind of um, that so I was on a website one day, and I don't know if you guys are aware of this website called Flippa.com. No. They sell, okay, you should check it out. They sell, and you buy and sell websites and um, apps okay. on there. Oh, okay. And this was uh, probably about three years ago. I think it was just up and coming at that time. Mm-hmm. Now it's really pretty so big. And, yeah, pretty popular. So um, I don't even know. Yes, I do. Why I went to that website because I just like to play, uh, uh, pay attention to a, a lot of different things that I see that come across social media. Because you, for me, you never know when that big idea is going to be sparked. I'm right. a person of I 
try to pay attention to everything because I never know when it's going to come back and play. Right, right, right. Right. So um, I was on um, social media and uh, Instagram to be exact. And somebody was saying, you know, here are a list of websites where you can make money. So I was like, oh, let me check this out. So I just happened to come up on Flippa.com and I saw that they were selling and buying websites, like I said, and um, apps. Yeah. Okay. And they it, prices as low as you know a dollar, all the way up to several thousand dollars. And mm-hmm. I just started oh, going, wow. th- yeah, just started going through and then seeing what was out there. And the name, um, the website they were selling was SeductiveWhispers.com, mm-hmm. and they were only selling it for like a hundred and some dollars. And I had no idea what I was going to do with it, but I bought it almost instantly because that name, right. it was the name that just grabbed me right because again going back to my sensual sexual side seductive whispers was like yeah i think i could do something with that i could play with that because it spoke to the sexual side of Mm -hmm. me absolutely so then i bought it but i let it sit for two years really two years i did absolutely nothing with it because i didn't know what to do with it right and again this flipper.com being new to me it's like okay you sold it and somebody gave me the rights to it and they told me they transferred it all over to me and even kind of gave me a a high overview of how to run it yeah but i wasn't in a place mentally to 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 tap into tap into it not at all i just knew it was something yeah but i let it sit for two years and i'm sure you guys are now aware of that when you buy a website Mm-hmm. You're buying the domain name mm-hmm. and you have to keep that renewed every year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So when I got ready for it two years later, and I'll tell you that how I got ready for it in just a minute, but just um, the, the uh, subscription had ran out. Oh, like yeah, somebody, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I didn't renew it the year the year you know, after you year, got it. Right. And so it was just out there. Anybody could have come and got it at that time. Mm-hmm. And so when I realized it was still um, up for grabs, I had to rebuy, re-buy it. Rebuy it again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And this time, it was like 300 and some dollars. Oh. So I was like, right. Yeah, like, I better use this. I better do something now because mm-hmm. if I keep... I'm in the game now. 300, 300, 300, 600, so, 500. Come on now. So I, I'm buying it this time at three something. I bought it the first time at 100. I'm already up at, you know, four something, right? Yeah. Yeah. 500 so anyway but I let it not sit but I was still was not ready to do something totally with it what happened was this is called being aware of yourself right, right, right. and how you function it's your boy Black Zeus thank you for listening to part one of today's episode please continue listening part two is up next <laughs>